Hey guys, welcome back to the Journey Back to Self podcast. I am your host, Danielle. I wanted to create an episode on food energy and intuitively eating because both of those things are very important and can be very productive in helping you get to a place of being more self-aware and conscious and honoring your body, which are all very important steps on your own journey back to discovering who you really are beyond physical form. The closer to your soul that you get, you begin to kind of peel back layers of an onion per se and you are the onion. And when you get to the core, it's your soul, it's your spirit and where you are really thriving. But there are things that make us feel so alive. And when you are able to get to the core, you'll begin to learn more about what really does set your soul on fire. So I'm going to talk a little bit about, like I said, intuitive eating and food energy today. So as usual, Remember, I am here to help you get in touch with your spiritual side and learn what it means to fully step into your power and rekindle your self-confidence and create the life of your dreams while learning to heal your soul through living a more conscious, awakened life rather than a reactive one. May you quiet your mind and find peace in your heart and healing in your soul as you spend time with me here at the Journey Back to Self podcast. Okay, guys, so sometimes, as many of you know or may have experienced in your own life, Growing up in a home where you were forced to eat everything on your plate or you weren't allowed to have a snack at a certain time or food scarcity perhaps became a thing with you just based on your environment. Even if there was enough food in your house, you never felt like that because of the circumstances or what you are allowed to eat or what you weren't allowed to eat. And, you know, obviously parents don't want their children overindulging on certain things like processed sugar and whatnot, but some parents are very strict and it can have a lasting impact on people. And that can last into adulthood and beyond if it's not addressed appropriately and can lead to eating disorders and a whole bunch of other issues. And... A lot of us don't even realize that this is happening, right? So I remember being a child and going to my grandma's house and I would be so excited to go to grandma's on the weekends because we would go shopping and do all these things. But when it came time to eat, she really would force me to eat everything on my plate. And my eyes were bigger than my stomach by the time I was done, but I had no choice because she guilted me into literally eating every single bite on my plate. And that has led me to a greater understanding of why it's so important to be an intuitive eater and learn to listen to your body and nourish yourself when it is talking to you. Be in that space of self-awareness where you can feel in your soul that you need a snack or that you need to eat. And be less focused on the outside world and the narratives of breakfast is the most important meal of the day and you need to not eat past this time at night and all of those things. They're, those are important, but I think sometimes we get so fixated on what the right way to live is that we don't even ask ourselves what we want to do or how we want to live and what is best for us each to optimize our own health and wellness in a way that is best for us and our, our higher selves. When you start incorporating questions into your daily routine, before snacking or before eating, asking yourself, do I really want this? And if the answer is yes, then by all means, but just create a space in these moments where you become self-aware of what you really want. Because I'll be the first to admit, I love sugar. I absolutely do. And every single time 
for years when I would have sugar, there would be no awareness behind it because before I'd even put the sweet treat in my mouth, I knew that it was going to make me feel sick. I knew that my soul was just going to be like, come on, D, we, you did it again. And I still would do it anyway. There were no thoughts of, is this actually what my soul needs? Is this actually what I want to do right now? And in that space of awareness, you can make a different decision. You can change your thought process on, you know what? No, this isn't for me. What am I doing here? And when you consume something that makes you feel off internally, that is your soul seriously telling you that maybe this is not what we need to be doing and that maybe this is not a nutrient-dense food item. I need to survive and thrive. And then after making the decision and determining whether or not what you want to eat is like what your soul actually wants for you, from there... You can choose to have a different snack or perhaps not one at all or a different type of meal or not one at all. You can honor your body once you understand what this awareness can bring to you. You can hear your soul speak, you guys, and this is what I'm trying to explain right now and emphasize because you need self-awareness to thrive. And it's in this development of self-awareness through intuitive eating that you can really begin to make peace with foods that you wanted to once indulge in or not eat at all because they're so bad for you or whatever the case is with your specific relationship with a specific type of food item you release the resistance literally that you once held it's all in your head though you guys so it's a mentality when you release that resistance mentally from yourself to other food items that like i said you either used to indulge on or told yourself you couldn't have any of you will get to a place of finding balance, allowing yourself to have that food item if it's one of your favorites, but not overindulging and it'll come more freely and easily to you to be able to maintain this type of dynamic when it comes to food. And also with making peace with food items, it releases the guilt that you have or once had about not eating a certain item because you just thought it was so bad for you or the way you used to overindulge or whatever, like I said, the dynamic is, it doesn't really matter. It's the fact that you can make peace and release guilt that you have when it comes to food. So it has no more power over you. Another thing that I found to be extremely helpful in this journey of intuitive eating to become more self-aware and, you know, learn a greater sense of grace and whatnot is being able to feel my hunger. And in being able to gauge your hunger and determine actually how hungry you really are, you tune into your body, you tune into your soul's language and honor yourself for just how hungry you are. And then once that is determined, always, 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 you guys find gratitude for the meal that you are preparing. Thank the universe or whatever source power or energy that you believe in while cooking it and saying, thank you for allowing me to eat this food today. And as you're eating it before you eat it, thank you for filling my body with these nutrients that I need to survive and give it gratitude. And as you eat it, chew it slower, eat slower, find value in the food that you are consuming. And not only because it tastes good, but because it's filling your soul. It's soul food. 
As a reminder, my friends, it does not matter what higher power you believe in. For me, it's the universe, but it's really all the energy of love. No matter what you believe in, to be honest, it comes down to being love. And either way, doesn't matter, like I said, but your soul and your spirit, your higher self want for you the absolute best that you could ever possibly imagine for yourself. And that power of which you believe in also wants for you what your soul wants. So if you want to be healthier and you know that's something that you want, your soul wants that for you. So what you need to do is start taking small actionable steps that are ultimately attainable small goals to get you to the place that you want to be. And that may include having a better relationship with food because for a long time, I wanted so badly to have a better relationship with sugar, but I would have easily classified my problem with sugar as an addiction because as soon as I saw sugar, my brain would like go into a tizzy and I was like, wow, I need to do something about this. And that's when I started to really recognize my hunger levels. I got rid of the negative feelings that I had around certain things and I released that resistance and I started feeling into my soul and my body and honoring myself every time I went to eat anything, even if it was sugar, being like, hmm, how much of this do I really actually need or want today? And I started to eat less of it. And my relationship with the very thing that I was sick and tired of myself indulging in changed because my mentality around the entire situation changed. And now I'm to a point where I eat when I'm hungry and I eat until I'm full. And I'm very active. I work out quite a bit and I manage to still eat when I'm hungry and I eat until I'm full. And just because I have endured a lot of trauma and it's caused me to have some pretty serious uh, gastrointestinal issues, I choose to fast and I choose to do things like juicing celery just because I've changed the narrative around my relationship with food to being like, I love my soul. I want to honor my body in the best way that is suitable for me. So I'm going to choose to do these things to show that my appreciation for my own temple and this body that has a heart that beats how many times in a lifetime, this body that has a brain that works. And I want to ensure that my body, my mind and my soul maintain alignment. So in order to do that, part of it for me is to nourish my body with nutrient-dense foods despite being pretty active. So I snack more frequently some days. Sometimes I supplement more with protein shakes, but I ensure that there's enough fiber and uh, macronutrients in each one of my protein shakes to fulfill my needs. And nourish my mind, my body, and my soul so my organs and my body can optimally function day in and day out. Another part of this that I think is really important to reconsider and revamp if necessary is your lifestyle diet when trying to intuitively eat and Many people may not think that this has an impact on your ability to sustain a lifestyle where you can intuitively eat, but you guys, it does. Your lifestyle diet includes the people that you let in your circle, 
your family if they are toxic and you continue to maintain relationships with them, the books you read, the news channels you watch or the shows that you watch, how you spend your time, what intentions you're setting for your day, and the accounts that you follow on social media. And that right there is a big one. These are all very important, but so many of us do spend so much of our days scrolling through social media. If you're not following accounts that are making you feel good, and for example, say you're following a bunch of fitness women or men, and you know they're making you feel insecure because they're further ahead than what you think you should be or whatever the hell, literally hit the unfollow button because those are not the type of accounts that you need to be following. You need to be following ones that make you feel good and help you along in your journey for intuitive eating give you tips and tricks not ones where you find yourself comparing yourself to whoever you're watching or want to restrict or eat more based on wanting their body type because guess what that person is that person and you are your own person so you need to honor yourself you guys and find what works for you If you want to hire a wellness coach or a fitness coach, then by all means do so, but make sure you're investing your time and your money into someone or something or whatever programs you choose to invest in that are good for your overall well-being in your soul and will help your spirit thrive, not just ones because you want their lifestyle or their body type or something that they appear to have that you don't in your life. You guys, honoring your soul, and this comes back to intuitive eating, learning how to do this and what it feels like will allow you to learn that you are in fact enough and whole and a beautiful being in this moment right now in this life. You are getting nowhere by comparing yourself to something or somebody else or what they appear to have versus what you don't. Focus on what you do have, be grateful for what you do have, and honor yourself in the process and you will attract more that you can be grateful for onto your reality. If you focus on the negative, more negative is going to be brought into your reality. It's really just a cycle and I know so many people are stuck on this hamster wheel going around and around and around, focused on the negative parts of life, wishing that they had this, that, and the other thing or the next best phone, the next best meal plan, whatever it is, when really all you have in this life is this moment right now and when you intuitively eat, you are able to feel that gratitude, like I said earlier, in every ounce of your body and feel yourself chewing the food and be so present with it that you can easily learn that you are whole, you are enough. Learn what this stuff feels like in your soul and honor your body in the process so your spirit can thrive and you can attract more into your reality that you do want to see and start to thrive in a way perhaps you never have before. So with this being said, I am now going to discuss food energy and explain what it is and how intuitive eating really plays a role into this because food energy and understanding this concept is kind of a form of intuitive eating once you get a grip of how the energy of what you're eating can affect your chakra system and your overall mood, your aura, the way you feel about yourself. And if you're a female listening to this, your hormones can all really just be affected by food energy. Because as I've said a million and ten times, everything is energy and it is operating and vibrating at a certain frequency. And when you consume animals that have been abused their entire lives, that 
have not lived even a slightly decent life, that that's a living being of energy that you are now consuming after it is killed. And if you think about like meat markets in Harlem, those really do exist. Those are a thing. And inner cities, it, it could be anywhere. I mean, inner city Chicago, uh, any metropolitan area, you guys, there has to be a meat market somewhere, right? So if you're thinking about what you're eating and trying to, you know, consider how is this really making me feel, you will begin to understand that certain things that you eat, like cows or pigs or whatnot, sometimes it might make you feel a little off or sick or just doesn't make you feel good. For me, when I start eating things like that, my sinuses, my sinus problems step right in. It's dairy and meat for me. And it's like my body's like, don't feed this to me, don't feed this to me. And if I just decided to turn a blind eye to to listening to my soul, I'm going to suffer in the long run because I did that. So that is something to think about when considering what you are going to feed yourself. Because if what you put in your body is literally an animal that suffered its whole life, imagine the energetic vibrational frequency at which that animal was living at the point it died. Whereas you could look for organic meats or go to a place where you know the animals were taken care of, although being killed, at least they lived a fruitful, happy life. This is real you guys science does not lie and everything is energy and it is operating at a vibrational frequency and to be honest it all starts with a thought somewhere at some time no matter what the beginning of time this was all a thought the life was a thought of somebody's or something to lead us all here the same goes for an animal and an animal should not be devalued if we don't believe humans should be devalued, do you see what I'm saying? So outside of meat tastes good and I'm not going to stop eating it, that is all fine and good. But just think about the quality of life of the animal as you're putting it into your mouth. And I bet the more you do that, you're not only going to become more a conscious and awakened human being, you're going to think twice about what quality of food you put in your body. The more you become that awareness of the way you're feeling as you feed yourself and chew with every bite and actually recognize, you know, is this good for me? How do I feel as I'm eating this specific type of food or this dairy or this sweet treat? How is this actually making me feel? At In that awareness is where you can actually make a change in what you decide to put into your body and to nourish it by recognizing the way you feel. And this goes for any food group like I'm explaining here. So as you do this, you become more to, more of an intuitive eater the more you recognize the energy of the food that you're eating. This whole concept of considering how something makes you feel based on its energy can literally be applied to anything in life. What you drink, who you surround yourself with, what you follow on social media, as I've said previously, it's what job that you are willing to work, what you're willing to be paid, how much you value yourself. This is all energy, you guys. This episode specifically, yes, is about intuitive eating and food energy. However, I want to extend this concept, letting you all know it can be applied to anything in life. Being able to recognize the way something makes you feel 
it will take you places, okay? It's your inner guidance system letting you know what's right for you and what's not right for you based on the way that something is making you feel, whether it's food, drinks, anything like I just said. I hope this is making sense to some of you and this hopefully is something that you can all apply it in your own life because this will absolutely help you become a more awakened and conscious human being and it will also help you get rid of the things in your life that are no longer serving you from a to z it doesn't matter what it is but you use your emotional guidance system to determine how the energy of something no matter what it is is making you feel and in this particular case doing it with food can help you become a more intuitive eater but you can literally do this with anything in your life, like I just said. And if something in your life is not making you feel good, then it's an indication that that thing is not meant for you. And it's all energy. That feeling is energy. Everything is energy, you guys. I can't express that enough. So take what I'm saying here and try to apply it in your own life and see what happens. And I want you to also know that even in the recognition that something is not serving you, you're already more conscious. And then in the event that you are able to act on it and remove that said thing from your life, you're that much more conscious. So keep that in mind and don't get discouraged if some days you you know something's not good for you, but you consume it anyway. In this case, food. Just know that in the knowing of the thing not being good for you or not going to make you feel good is you being more conscious than you were before you even had that thought. You see how this works? So then next time you have the thought about wanting it and maybe picking it up, you can look at it and be like, you know what, do I really need this today? And putting it back down, you're that much more conscious. And continue doing this with food and everything else in your life and watch your world change. With this being said, my friends, thank you so much as usual for showing up for yourself. And I hope what I say genuinely can help you in some way or another on your own journey back to your soul so you can be one with your mind, body, your soul, your spirit, and in alignment with that of your higher self and in unison with the energy of the universe or whichever power that you do believe in. And please remember to be kind to yourself, speak kindly to yourself, and that healing is not linear, my friends. You are going to have some bad days, but I hope what I say can help you with the understanding that even in those hard times and during those bad days, you can not only honor your nervous system, but you do honor your nervous system by recognizing the way that something, whatever it is, has made you feel. And I also hope that some of you who have followed me since my first episode are really beginning to understand that you are able to make a choice to change your thought pattern and react to whatever has thrown your emotional guidance system into a tizzy in a different way that is conducive to your higher self. And the better you get at recognizing when something just doesn't feel right and does not make you feel your best, you can stop, reflect on, you know, the feelings of, I know this doesn't make me feel the greatest, and choose something different. You guys, in the moments where you recognize something in terms of food does not make you feel the greatest, but you're about to go ahead and eat it anyway, you have the power in that very moment to choose something different. Like I said, this is applicable to all areas of your life, my friends. So with that being said, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Sending you all the love, light, and blessings.